welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Merle, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Merle Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general, as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. Today we are bringing you the first episode of series three of The Good Fail, where we'll be diving into a recent personal experience in order to show you just how much the toolkit we've been putting together on this podcast can help us embrace failure. Ooh, <laughs> and that was a really long sentence. And breathe. <laughs> but first, yes. how have you been failing this week? Wow. Okay, can we just say it's been a really long time? <laughs> Let's acknowledge that just for a second. So this isn't how I've been failing this week. This is like, how have you been failing over the last few months? Yeah, it's been that long, guys. It has been, and we've really missed doing this podcast. There is definitely the potential that this podcast is going to go on for like 24 hours for us just like splurging. <laughs> yeah, we've really missed chatting to you guys and talking about all things good fail yeah so I think we definitely will be you know trying to get it all in there in this one one I think the one good thing that you can hold on to is that in an hour and a half it's going to be lunchtime we're going to be really (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're gonna want to stop ourselves (laughs) okay that's a really good thing to point out so you know it's not going to be longer than an hour and a half there is a limit to this (laughs) Um, uh, let's rain, start raining it in already. Yeah, yeah, you can hear it already. We're slipping. Um, failures. Failures and successes. We haven't done this in so long. So long. So, okay, I really had to be selective in this one because, you know, I could have brought up, you know, quite a few different failures and successes from this past few, these past few months. But I have chosen one failure um, which is that uh, recently, well, for I think from the beginning of 2020, I've really been trying to work on my inner self and kind of self-improvement. Yeah. Which has been going quite well for me and I've been really enjoying the process. But I realised the other day that I was absolutely hating every time I walked into the dining room come studio. Um, I was just absolutely hating being in, in here and... It just felt dark and I was getting really angry at the space and feeling really trapped. And it was only when I was thinking about that more that I realised what I'd, what was happening was that um, while I'd been doing all this inner work, I hadn't been doing any of the outer work to match that inner work. Yeah, so you felt like you were really developing and you were just finding yourself stuck in that same old space that hadn't changed for years yeah yeah and I mean you know on the one hand maybe yeah most people would start hating the space you know with coronavirus around and people being stuck at home there probably were slash are quite a few people going stir crazy in Mm. their home right now so maybe it you know was also partly that um on the other hand you know I've been working in this same space for like you said quite a few years Mm. now and um it hasn't really changed apart from that more stuff has been added you know more art materials more boxes you know yeah and I don't I'll be honest glare it that often (laughs) most of it is my stuff um and yeah it's got into a real mess right now and I'm quite good at you know, people can testify this, you know, when they've seen my desk. I'm quite good at pushing things to the edges yeah. <laughs> and working in a slowly decreasing <laughs> surface area. 
Yeah, and um, ignoring all the clutter around yeah. you. And that has been happening with the room that I'm in. And yeah, I kind of realised it's time to reorganise a space so that it works for me better. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, I've been failing to do that because I made that realisation and did not instantly get on to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's in fact the space that re- we're recording in right now. Yeah, we both use it. I call yeah. it my space because I probably use it the most, but it, For sure. it, it isn't. It, we both use it as a working space and it is occasionally used as a dining room still. <laughs> yeah. Less and less successfully. As yeah. We've had more and more stuff added yeah. to it, bits and pieces along the way. Yeah. We're also just really bad at, like, clearing out empty boxes and... Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, we were looking around the room just before we started recording this. And, you know, we noticed this um, suitcase cover that we have Mm -hmm. in here. I mean, God knows how it got down here. But anyway, it's in here from when we went travelling at the beginning of this year. You know, that, that could have gone up into the attic. It would take us a few minutes to get up into the attic. Yeah. And... Yet we would rather just have it, ignore it being in the way. Yeah, in our studio. I mean, space. constantly <laughs> having to move it out of the way to get into the dresser yeah. to get something out there, and you know, I've just got so kind of inured, if that's yeah. the right word, to the <laughs> to the that action of moving it out of the yeah. way that but now I just it, yeah, you've just been able to to ignore it. Yeah. So laying it out there for you folks, we're terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, terrible so at this. So terrible yeah. at being tidy people in our own home. Yeah. And then even when you do make the realisation actually doing something about it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a bit like the hanging out the washing scenario, which I know we covered at the beginning mm-hmm. of series one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I've been talking for a really long time and yeah, we've definitely got off topic a little bit. Um, tell us about your failure, your um, chosen failure. <laughs> my failure is along the same lines, I guess, of having something really positive that I could be doing, mm. which wouldn't take me that long mm. and not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's how it kind of links. Yeah. Um, to yours. Um, so I had this amazing idea. I feel like I've had, over this time of like lockdown, I have been working, so I haven't had that um, that free time to go wild and start my, turn my side hustle into my main business kind yeah, of sure. um, revelation, which I think quite a few people have had. A few people who I know who are my friends who are very creative and, and things like that. So I haven't had that, but I do feel like I've had that same sense of like rejuvenation like seeing something from a different perspective yeah having that moment of clarity about my life and where I wanted to go kind of thing yeah so I have been feeling really positive and I had this uh well I thought was a really great idea Mm -hmm. of setting myself up on YouTube and recording myself making like doing monologues yeah and of course being me it's my head has turned it into this like mini movie extravaganza in my head <laughs> of how amazing it would look with like different shots and you know intro music and yeah um, probably getting way out of my league in terms of what I'm actually capable of doing sure so for sure that has slowed me down in terms of that's kind of intimidated myself I've intimidated myself yeah but the thing is is that I've had this really great idea it would be an amazing creative outlet for me. There's nothing... I'm, I haven't really got anything to lose by by doing it. It's not going to cost me that much to set it up. Um, yeah. Well, I just certainly want to, if you don't invest in, like... No, I want to invest in a few... Or something. I want to invest in, like, a microphone or something. Yeah. So there are a few costs, but there aren't that many. Mm. And, you know, I can get going. I've got loads of monologues that I can choose. I was going through and finding. I've got a whole ton that I can, yeah, work with. But I haven't done anything about no. it for, like, weeks. Yeah. Uh, since having the, uh, this idea. And that's a real failure for me. Because 
yeah, I know how I know how much I'll enjoy doing it and how good it will be for me to do. But I'm kind of a bit fearful of starting it and fearful of starting it and failing, fearful of starting it and I can't make it as good as I can see it in my head. Yeah, and in a way, that's almost the opposite of what we were just talking about with the suitcase cover. You know, we can see how easy the action would be, mm. but we still don't do it. Yeah. Um, in this case, you've gone like the, to the other extreme, and in your mind, you've seen how much work this, yeah. you know, could could take, and how amazing it would be if you could put all that work into yeah. it. And then that just made it really daunting task. Yeah. So that's like the opposite failure. Kind of, yeah. I think what I need to do is take it down to like some easy, simple steps. Yeah. To try and make it a bit more manageable for myself. Yeah, for sure. Because at the moment it just seems like one massive task. Yeah. <sighs> but I do think it's a really good idea. And I think it could be really yeah. cool. You would be amazing. It would be just another plate to add to my spinning spinning plates, plates. <laughs> and i'm like not really an expert at spinning plates <laughs> we're so we're so good at adding the plates yeah just not good at keeping them all spinning at the same time yeah doing that initial like flick to get yeah. them spinning we're just pros at. yeah it's just like wow i've got another one i did another one should I add another to the audience? Should I yeah. add another one? And the um, audience is going, yeah, yeah add another one. another one. Uh, and then, oh, no. shoot. Oh, oh no. no. I've got 20 plates <laughs> up there. Um, yeah, so that's me in a nutshell, <laughs> guys. Um, what Great. has been your success this week? Yay, success. Yeah, always nice to talk about success. Yeah. Um What was I going to do? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I remember. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I've just got too many. Yeah. <laughs> too many. Um no, I did pick one cuz you know, to be fair, there were a few that I could have chosen mm. from. Um but I had a revelation and I was so excited and I was so annoyed that we didn't have the podcast to go. Oh my god, I just discovered this. Yeah. this is amazing. I just did this thing. It was so cool. Yeah. Um it was it was really cool and it was a completely new experience for me. Um uh, I was shown, I think by you, Abra, yeah. um, a video which I only half was only half watching when you showed me, but somehow it's uh thanks for <laughs> 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 well, you know, I think you put it on because you had been sent it. Or I something. did. I ha I didn't particularly go. Oh, look at this! I was just watching. it. Yeah, you didn't intro it or anything. Um, and I was so I was only half aware of it, but somehow it sank into my conscious. Mm. And then at a later point, I was thinking about it, and it was um, a man. Um, I don't know what he is. We'll call call him a wise human being. Yeah. <laughs> Very wise. Um, talking about um, prayer. And he was basically saying that you can, if you're not quite sure what you are praying for or thankful for, just start the prayer off by saying thank you. Mm. And what struck me was just how humbly he said thank you and just how kind of heartfelt that thank you was. And he just kept repeating thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, better than I just said it then. I kind of sounded a bit sarcastic. <laughs> no, uh, everything I say sounds sarcastic. <laughs> Anyway, it really struck me later on when I was thinking about this, just how humbly and heartfelt this thank you was. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to try that the next time I feel grateful for something. And we've talked a lot about gratitude on this podcast, mm. or at least I felt like we've talked about it a lot. Um, and we've mentioned the struggles that we've had. You know, a lot of people say, write a gratitude journal, and I've I have tried that, but I've never really felt like 
has made much of a difference mm. to my outlook in life. We've been trying on our Instagram page doing a visual gratitude yeah. journal, which has been, for me, better than doing the written gratitude journal, but still hasn't, you know, I haven't had these amazing effects that supposedly gratitude yeah. can give you. But having watched this video, and like I say, or having kind of seen it, kind of half heard this video and then let it sunk in, and then considering this, the, the thank you. One day during lockdown, um, I just thought, oh, I'm going to see how many times in the day I can be thankful and grateful. And so instead of it being in hindsight being grateful for something mm. when the moment arose i just took a took a second or you know a few minutes to really feel into how grateful i was for that moment and just to start saying you know in my mind or out loud depending on if there are other people in the room <laughs> yeah. like oh thank you thank you thank you thank you so much and then maybe as i started feeling a bit more i'd be like you know thank you for you know, this cup of tea, thank you for this moment, thank you for, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, I managed to say it an awful lot of times that day, mm. for whatever reason, you know, there were a lot of good things yeah. going on. And, guys, it was life-changing. <laughs> the next morning, I woke up feeling so good yeah. about life. And I just... It was on a Thursday, okay, so most Thursdays I wake up, Abba goes to work, mum goes to work, and I'm on the house, in the house on my own, and a lot of the time, because I'm not good at this whole planning business thing, I'm like, what am I doing with my business mm. today? And I've got to shuffle into, you know, the studio come, dining room come, whatever space, which, as I've already admitted, I absolutely hate this space at the moment, feel so uninspired by it, and go like, oh, what am I going to do today? And this morning that I woke up, I just felt like I could do anything. And the thing that I started doing was to start clearing out. The thing I just said I have not done <laughs> was to start clearing out. I have a massive tub of papers that I've been collecting since uni. Mm. All these different papers, nice papers that I go, oh, that would be useful for a project that I'll never do. Mm. Um, we all know that one. <laughs> yeah. So I had this tub of papers, which has slowly accrued to be a massive pile. And I basically spent the morning sorting it out, neatening it out to just the papers that I wanted. But I just, I can't even describe to you that feeling I had of I was capable of doing anything I set my mind to. Mm. And that was just after one day. Wow. And such a powerful feeling. I it mean... was so powerful. And I will admit, I have never since then... <laughs> Um, got into the routine of like being thankful so many times in a day. Yeah, I have ma remembered occasionally after a yoga session, I'm lying on my mat. I go, thank you. Thank you for this body. Thank you for this time. You know, thank you for being healthy, mm. you know, whatever. Or when I'm sitting there having a cup of tea or having a nice cuddle with my cat or something. But I've never, I've never before, like since then been taking the time to do it that many times so I've not recreated that moment that yeah. feeling since then so you know that's a bit of failure but it was life changing yeah how amazing because you read about that in books like these people who are telling you how great it would be if you just did everything that you thought oh I should do that like you know, just do it or just feel that way if that's how you want to feel. Yeah. Just create the life you want to create. And so many times you, I just read it and I think I, I feel so powerless to create that. So to have that moment yeah. where you're going, like, wow, I could. I yeah. could just create everything. It's very powerful. Yeah. And amazing. Yeah. And um, maybe for other people it might not be the gratitude thing. Like, it may not work for you. Like, the gratitude journal has never worked yeah. for me. This was the thing that really worked but for me. If you like, I guess the thing to take away from that is to say, it's out there, people, for you to find your thing that gives you that kind of energy. Yeah. 
So that was amazing. Well done, me. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about your success? I will just briefly mention my success, which is uh, similar in that I don't know why I always feel like I've got to like link it. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, I don't want to just launch it into it. Um, my success for this week's episode is something that happened to me right at the beginning, well, near the beginning of lockdown. And it's similar to yours in that it was a technique which I employed and really mm. had beneficial effects, which was just a simple breathing exercise. I woke myself up in the middle of the night, one night, coughing. Mm. And it was, like I say, it was near the beginning of lockdown and I was kind of a bit freaked out about the coronavirus, I guess. Like having always felt like I was quite, um, I don't know, down-to-earth, relaxed person about breathing technique, which I'd learned in a class. Mm. I was literally just, I was like lying on my back and I just took a few really deep breaths and, you know, like mm-hmm. counted in, held it, counted out kind of thing. And immediately, it had just immediate effect on me, just immediately mm. calmed me down like because my heart was racing my mind was going everywhere and immediately my heart rate went down, my mind stilled. I came, I guess I pulled myself out of my mind and my kind of thinking brain and pulled myself in back into my body and like into the present, yeah. not going way out there into the future, yeah. to possible futures. And I could just feel my body on the on the bed, I could feel my breath coming in and out. I could feel in that moment that I wasn't sick. Yeah. You know, I was, like, fine and healthy. And then I was just able to go back to sleep and, you know, woke up yeah. in the morning was like, I don't have coronavirus, <laughs> yeah. I thinking. In the, in the cold light of day. Yeah. yeah. It just seemed, like, so silly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and that was just a moment for me of, realizing that these simple techniques that you kind of get taught in classes or you come across on the internet mm. can really can really help you in these yes, difficult situations which beneficial sometimes in the moment you're like oh I don't want oh god I'm not gonna do that stupid breathing exercise <laughs> yes. like I mean you're having a full-on panic attack like what's yeah. that how's yeah. that gonna help me um, and it was just a moment of realizing yeah those things these small things we can do for, for ourselves actually have massive impacts on yeah and I mean just make life easier yeah for sure and I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that particularly the fear around coronavirus I mean yeah still so much of it around Um, yeah I think and we have to be really kind to ourselves yeah and um, not give ourselves a hard time for freaking out about something or yeah. not freaking out about it we've got to really honor where we are yeah oh well that's a really nice success yeah yeah well done let's move on because we've been as we said we would already i can see this running away with us yeah we have um spent too long probably um talking about our failures and successes but there was just so much to like, tell you all yeah um, let's move on then um, because this week we want to share with you a real life tale of the good fail in action. <gasps> wow, way shall we start with a brief synopsis? Let's let's really focus on the word brief. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really keep that at the forefront of our mind yeah. here. Uh, this is a yeah. real life story um, of us, right yeah. at beginning of all this Corona craziness. Or at least for um, the kind of uh, Western. At the beginning of March, we went traveling to the USA. Yeah. So right at the moment when coronavirus was really ramping up in Europe and the US. And the US. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) We've been planning for so long. We've been planning for so long. And also at the time that we left, there was still a lot of indecision from different countries about who were letting people fly, where people were allowed to fly to, how bad this was all going to be. Yeah. So we, so there was a lot of confusion. We got out to the States, and about two days after getting out to the States, yeah. 
things started shutting down. Yeah, they were suddenly like, oh, oh no, wait, no. Yes. It is pretty bad. So our original plan had been to go out, fly out to Connecticut, stay with some friends of ours in Connecticut for a week, then uh, get the train into New York, stay in New York for two days, and then from New York get a train across the entire United States yeah to California yeah where we had another friend yeah or a friend and her, her husband and we were then going to stay with our other friend in California for another week yeah and then fly out from California back to the UK mhm Sounds like a nice plan. It sounds like a lovely plan. <laughs> yeah, but in the wake of lockdown, those plans suffered. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> a whole lot. But how is a story about our interrupted trip to the States really relevant to our listeners? Yeah, I would not be blaming you if, you, if you're asking that question <laughs> yeah, right now. Right now. <laughs> um, because um, let's just say that anyway, in any, at any time, um, I think a holiday perfectly represents the whole of human experience <laughs> condensed down into like the microcosm of two weeks. Wow. I know. <laughs> it's like, it's distilled to the essential parts, sure. But I think on the whole, you have that, you arrive in a new place, mm-hmm. you're completely new to this place mm-hmm. or, or this experience, you know, if you're traveling around. Yeah. And then as you kind of get into the experience or you start relaxing and getting to know the place that you're in, you start experiencing these new things. And for those two weeks or however long you're away, you have a purpose Mm. um, and you have a goal. And by the end of the holiday, you've completed that purpose Mm. or goal. And... That is what the whole of human experience is like. You mm. know, you get, you, you're born, you're new, you don't know what's going on, you start growing up, you're having new experiences all the time. Yeah. And we do want that purpose and that goal in life yeah. that we want to achieve. And holidays very nicely sum it all up. And by the end, that's what I always feel when I come back from a holiday. I'm like, I want that that vision like when you're on holiday mm. you have that goal and it's achievable and you achieve it and then you get back home you're like what have I achieved in my life yeah. it's you know that's one of the reasons I always feel depressed when I get back from holiday so already holidays already are, are times yeah. of like real learning and yeah new perspectives I think so <laughs> <laughs> who knew guys <laughs> who knew <laughs> you can take that one away with you but on top of that, I think this particular trip highlighted key things that we've been discussing on the Good Fail. For sure. We had to put a lot of our Good Fail techniques to practical use. What? Uh, hold on a second there. <laughs> what actually, like, literally, oh my God, happened? <laughs> it sounds pretty dramatic. It sounds so <laughs> dramatic. Tell me more. Um, It was really... The two days in New York, which was the epicenter <laughs> of the problem, <laughs> of the failure. Yeah. Um, we, like I said, we were two days into our trip, um, staying with our friends in Connecticut, when things started closing down in Connecticut. Yeah. But, you know, we were kind of okay with things. We'd had one day in an art museum before things were shut down. Yeah, we'd looked around um, New Haven. Mm. We were in New Haven. And we'd kind of looked around New Haven, had a nice time in a bookshop, eating food, mm. looking around a very nice art gallery. It was all lovely. Yeah. And then the next day I was like, oh, hang on. Wait, loads of things are closing down. Yeah. And... Uh, it was just like a slow snowball of things shutting down and realising 
that there was going to be less and less stuff for us to do, not necessarily in Connecticut, where we knew we could, we wouldn't be doing that much anyway, because our friends had just had a baby, and so we were just spending time with them in their home, and getting to know their new baby, and, you know, it was all kind of very slow paced, so not so much that, but we knew, like, the slow snowball of things were shutting down, which meant that in a week's time, we went to New York and yeah. had two days in New York. There was going to be less and less for us to do. Yeah. And it really got down to the night before we were due to go to New York. We were like, should we still go or should we cancel? Yeah. I think the last straw was when we found out that uh, that evening, we found out that the New York City mayor had announced that they were going to be shutting down all restaurants and cafes. Yeah, And then we then found out that it was going to be raining on the two days that we were in New York. So our last resort had been, well, even if we can't go to all the museums that we'd wanted to, we can, you know, go to the parks and find outdoor things to do. And then if it's, you know, miserable and raining and there's nothing else, we can go into a nice cafe and have a nice time eating and drinking (laughs) and then when we found out that that last resort was gone from us for us and that it would literally be walking around central park in the rain yeah we were like um okay (laughs) yeah maybe not (laughs) so we ended up at at like really the last minute cancelling our plans for new york yeah Staying with our friends Staying for a couple with more days. For a few days, which was an absolute blessing that we weren't like in a, an Airbnb or something. Yeah. And then we then took our a delayed train trip into New York, crossed New York's from one from Grand Central. We got into Grand Central Station and then like did this dash across New York. City yeah. to Penn like, Station. Oh my god, I think that was Times Square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um like what's what's that building? Yeah. Um, it's no, it's just another skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> um and so we got to Penn Station, we got our train, we got onto the train that got us into Chicago, we got on a train from Chicago that got us into Sacramento. Yeah. And then we got to Sacramento and found out that our plane home had been cancelled. Yeah. At that point, we thought, that's not great. I think we're going to have to shorten our trip, but probably just a couple of days. Yeah. Um, nothing open in by the time we get to Sacramento, like not even national parks were open. Yeah, we thought we were going to have lots of outdoor activities to do again. And, you know, California, come on, it's going to be sunny. Yeah, we had nothing. So it was literally just like car rides looking around Mm -hmm. places. And we were literally, we were in California in the arms of our friends for 24 hours. Um, Well, by the time we got to the the airplane, it had been 48 48 hours. hours. We had just been with our friends like just over 24 hours when we found out that we had to get a flight out now. Yeah. The UK government had said that they hadn't said you have to get home or otherwise we're closing all the airports down, but they had recommended, strongly recommended that all UK citizens make their way home in the next 48 hours or they weren't going to be able to guarantee that they would get get you home yeah basically you you were going to be stranded um and so we had to just spend lots of money on horrendously expensive tickets yeah back to the uk and the only flights that we managed to book were ones that we had to leave for in half an hour yeah so you can imagine sitting on a sofa in a nice comfortable house in Sacramento eating breakfast and going yeah. let's just have a look at flights home I think maybe we'll we should probably for, book them book now some, book them now for maybe like you know the Friday this coming Friday yeah uh, and then we get on there to check and suddenly realize that we have to get a flight 
today. Yeah, now. The now, second. the second. And then it's like, oh, we've got we've got half an hour to pack. Yeah. And leave the house. Mm. So, all in all, we had to cut our trip short by a week. Yes. And it was horrendously stressful getting back. Yeah. Getting this emergency flight back home. So, would you classify our trip as a complete failure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because... Oh, yes, I would. Oh, <laughs> uh, why, yes, since you mentioned it. Okay, so, no, certainly in terms of meeting our expectations, yeah. which, again, we talked about in, I think, maybe even the last episode of Series 2, Yeah, um, you would definitely call this trip a failure and not a success. Yes. <laughs> so many things went wrong. Yes. And for sure... Um, one of the biggest things that we came up against was um, our expectations. Yeah, we had such a clear vision of how we imagined this trip going. We planned it well in advance. And yeah. it was going to be like this magical adventure. Yeah, and we were going to go and see friends who we you know, hadn't seen for a while. Yeah. Um, it certainly had not included in that dream plan. Yeah. A 20-minute dash across New York City between Grand Central and Penn Station. It certainly didn't include rushing to a deserted airport and leaving friends behind who we had crossed the entire United States to see after just 48 hours. Yeah, it took us longer to get there than it, you know, when we were staying there. Yeah, it took us like three days (laughs) to get to see our friends. Yeah. And then we left them after two days. Yeah. Oh. Plus, oh my God, we hadn't, haven't travelled long distance in a year. Yeah. So long. And then when we do the one time. The one time. A global pandemic starts. I mean, <laughs> hello. How unfair is that? Oh, <laughs> you know, bawling like a baby here, yeah. guys. We limped to the finish line just to make the most out of the money and time we had spent. Yeah. When we were sitting, you know, in Connecticut, watching the kind of two weeks that we had left of our trip sitting before us and seeing those plans rapidly unravelling and thinking, oh, should we just go home now? Cut our losses. Cut our losses. go. You know, the thing that made us stay was like, no, we've got to make the most of this, you know, this time. This time that we've put put aside and the money that we've spent. Let's do what we can. And then, of course, our return home, really, I mean, it it was stressful and lacked any kind of finality. Oh, yeah. (laughs) we got home after two weeks not three yeah and of course when you get home you expect everyone to be like wow you've just gone home from amazing adventure tell us all about it and instead we got home and mum and dad were just launched into how awful it had been in the uk yeah we got home our mum had had a coronavirus scare was at the hospital when we got home my god yeah we got to the airport and we were waiting for our parents to pick us up and we just got a text from mum going, I'm going to the hospital, so dad's going to come and pick you up. Don't worry, I'll tell you about it later. Wow! No! What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge warrior at the best of times, so I was imagining all sorts. Um, anyway, so it was just completely overshadowed by everything else that was going on yeah. in the world. You know, to be fair, fairly... <laughs> Yes, like, okay, you know, fair dues. Yeah. Quite a big thing that's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it, yeah. you know, it lacked finality for yeah. us and was not the glorious confection that we had built in mm. our minds. So, considering all of that that we have just explained, where did we put the good fail into practice? This is the point of the whole episode. Yeah, <laughs> why we have been rambling on at you. For so long about our disappointed plans. Yeah. <clears throat> I think despite all of the above, we did manage to find wonderful experiences in between all the horribleness. Yes. But it did take, like, a conscious effort on our part. For sure. I mean, we could very 
easily have come home just feeling like the whole thing was a complete disaster. Yeah, and and kind of had a miserable time out there as well. I mean, we had to remind ourselves of many of the things that we have discussed on our podcast. Yes, we did. For instance, um, the lose-lose, win-win model um, from Susan Jeffers' book, Feel the Fear, which we did mention in episode four five of series two called plan to fail fail to plan yes so if you want a more in-depth recap recap of what we're talking about then go check out that episode yeah we were faced with when we realized or started to think maybe we need to decide whether we go to new york or not yeah we were faced with this decision of huh okay Let's can could we can should we cancel it now? If we cancel it now, we're going to be staying with our friends for another couple of days. And we were I think to begin with, I was looking at it as we have you know, we have lost this opportunity to go to New York. I we're, think that was definitely it. We've come all this way. Like we say, we haven't travelled long distance in so long. So it felt like you should be making the most of this time that you were close to New yeah. York. To go and see see things that, you know, in our minds, because we haven't travelled in so long, maybe we would never get the yeah. opportunity to see again. And it's like, if we cancel that, we're like giving up. We're saying, we're saying no, we failed to get to New York. Yeah. That's a complete write-off. But then if we decided to go and then we went there and it was raining and miserable, we couldn't get in anywhere. We just had to spend the entire 48 hours in the apartment that we had booked. Yeah. And we were like... We could have been with our friends. Yeah. <laughs> it just like seemed like there was regret whichever Both way. Both ways. It definitely felt like a lose-lose situation. Yeah. Whatever situation we chose, there would be things that we regret. Yeah. Doing or not doing. Yeah. And then we remembered this lose-lose win-win model that Susan Jeffers had mentioned in her book and that we had discussed on this podcast. And... We thought, maybe we're just looking at this the wrong way. Yeah. And actually what we were able to do was to think about the win-win model, which is really just saying, in either decision, either decision you make, like, either path you take at this moment, you've got two choices, and either, and both of them are going to give you great experiences. Yeah. So... Then you're looking at it from a point of view of I'm either going to be in New York where I've never been before and seeing a city that I've never seen and, yeah, maybe I'm going to be seeing it in the rain, walking around with everything shut. (laughs) But, you know, who else is going to say that they have seen New York in the rain with everything shut? Yeah, you know. Um, Or we're going to spend some really a really nice extra couple of days with our friends with a baby who who's going to be developing so fast we're never going to get this this chance back to get to know this um little fellow yeah and when we see him again he's going to be a lot bigger Mm -hmm. and from that point of view they both seem like great options yeah and we just had to choose which one that we wanted to do more more. and so then when when we came to the decision late in that evening that we were gonna cancel New York we kind of felt there was a sense of acceptance and like yeah even like joy definitely excitement that we were gonna get to spend an extra two days with our friends who we hadn't seen in ages probably won't see again for a while yeah particularly with all the lockdowns in place yeah um, and then, like Abba said, you know, getting to spend time with um, their baby son, who we wouldn't see at this stage of life again. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a biggie for us, and like Abba said, definitely helped us find acceptance in that in that moment. Yeah. Um, also, stepping back from um, that um, from those situations that we are finding ourselves in. And understanding that actually what was making us feel upset was not the fact that the situation was bad in itself. Yeah. But that 
we are feeling upset because our expectations have been foiled. Yes. So we were not in a bad situation. We were in a comfortable, nice apartment with our friends. Yeah. Who were happy for us to stay. Yeah, an extra few days. An extra few days. And we were not in a position in that moment where we were like, we just know we're never going to get to see New York if we don't go now. Yes, exactly. There will be other opportunities. Yeah. So what was really making us upset about not getting to New York was not because we were in a really precarious situation where we needed to get to our apartment that we had booked. Yeah. And it wasn't because we were never going to get to see New York again. It was just because what we had imagined happening and how we'd imagined it playing out in our heads was not going to be what happened. Yeah. Exactly. So, and we spoke a lot about that in, as we said before, our last episode of yeah. Series 2 about expectations. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah. that was just so good to be able to instantly put what we had been talking about in that episode to practice and realize make that realization and then we also talked about letting go in our podcast again series two and this was another thing that we had to do big time do big time (laughs) and I think we even said in that episode that it is something that we find really hard to do oh my god so hard again especially when you tie it in with expectations yeah. and the expectation of what's going to happen and then realizing that you have to let that expectation go yeah but what we had to really turn ourselves around to thinking is realizing that the vision of our trip instead of being the holy grail like the destination the one thing that we're working towards and it's like, you either have it in your hands or you just, you don't have it. Yeah. You have nothing. Yeah. Instead, realising that our plans are more like water. Yeah. Flowing round us. Reforming. Yeah. Changing into something new. Yes. And I think by the time we'd got to California, where we'd already had to let go of our... Yeah. Um, plans to go to New York and what we'd imagined that was going to be like... Um, we were kind of like pros at it. And when our friend turned around and was like, um, by the way, um, your flight's been cancelled and nothing is open here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, let's just let that go. (laughs) We were totally chill about it. I mean, no, we weren't. But we were, you know, our friend then offered us um, to give us like a tour, a driving tour around Sacramento and their local area. Um, and, you know, it was not the wonderful hiking through the nature reserve that we'd imagined. Yeah. But we, by that point, were able to let go and had already kind of let go yeah. of what we'd imagined this part of our trip was going to be like. Um, and were, yeah, just so grateful to be spending time with our friends. Yeah. You know, whether that was hiking through the mountains or driving around in a very nicely air-conditioned car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing the sight. <sights laughs> yeah. <laughs> From a window and, you know, getting out when we could to, you know, at a good viewpoint. Yeah. And things like that. And then I guess, lastly, um, what we had to put into practice big time once we got home. At that point, we, had, we felt a lot of disappointment. And regret, I think. For sure. I mean, the one thing that we couldn't do was spend more time with our friends. Yeah. You know, we had... It wasn't that we just had to change our plans. Yeah. Um, It was that we were having to literally cut short time with friends that we thought we were going to be spending, you know, a week with. Yeah. And there was no getting that time back once we got home. Yeah. (laughs) It was just that was over. Yeah. And it was, like, truncated and rushed and, yeah... So then when we got home, there was a process of having to just acknowledge how we, bad we were feeling about it. And yeah, acknowledge the frustration and sadness um, that we were feeling at the time. Yeah. And that was again so that we could let them go. But I think we have spoken a lot in the whole 
over the whole two series of the good fail that we've done so far and i'm sure we will bring up again and again is that acknowledging your feelings letting yourself feel how you are feeling because it's not wrong that you're feeling sad about a certain situation feeling bad isn't bad it's how you're feeling yeah and you should acknowledge that lean into it a little bit if you need to really sit with those feelings um and then and then let them go yeah and lastly i think we should just say that we also had to keep reminding ourselves that we could handle the situation yes (laughs) that's really important to remember i think it's something that uh is brought up in Susan Jeffers feel the fear and maybe I don't think we really went into that at the time when we referenced her book in the planning episode yeah but it's definitely something which I have since had to remind myself of several Mm -hmm. times and it's because of the book that I can I can have that in mind yeah is that we can handle it we can handle it (laughs) um you've just got to realize that um which you know I don't always yeah most of the most of the time in my life I don't because let's face it most of the time I believe that I can't handle these situations um but particularly once you've got a bit older you've probably experienced quite a few things and there are experiences that you can draw from that you've already handled yeah um, which proves that you can handle these other yeah. situations. So many of our fears and why we get so upset about things are based on, deep down, based on the fact that we don't think we're going to be able, able to handle those situations. Yeah. So they look really scary and unattainable and in- intimidating. And actually realising, well, I'm just going to handle this the same way that I've handled everything else, which is that, I'm just going to handle it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, certainly, okay, like, if you, when we were sitting, again, at our friend's house in Connecticut, on the bed, going, oh my God, okay, I think we're going to have to cancel mm. our New York plans, and now also getting worried about our trains across America being yeah. cancelled. And that was a big fear for me, that we were going to get, because we had a break in Chicago, where we had to change trains. I had massive fear that we were going to get to our train from new york to chicago would be fine yeah and we but then we would get to chicago and find out that our train from chicago to sacramento which was the bigger part of the trip yeah would be cancelled and that we would be stranded in chicago <laughs> of all places of all places yeah. and i read that was really making me stressed out and i did at some point have to go you know what Marv? If that does happen, you will be able to handle that. Yes. You, you'll you be able to phone your friends back in Connecticut and, you know, get a flight or a train back to New York yeah. and go and stay with them. You know, just basically whatever happened, yeah. we would be able to handle it. And sometimes you just need to remind yourself of that fact. Yeah. So that's, we're, yeah, we're just going to kind of round off that with uh, you can handle it. Pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) Nicely done. (laughs) What can we conclude from all this? Yay! (laughs) This is my favourite part this week because we have a really nice conclusion. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, So, let's just say we were always going to have a nice time with our friends. Yeah. That was a given. Yeah, it's like you can always... I think it's one of the easiest things to be grateful for. Yes. I'm grateful for my friends. Yeah. It's just like an easy starter. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what happened, we were always going to have a nice yeah. time anyway. Um, so maybe it feels like, oh, no biggie. Um, but who knew that there was such joy to be found from things not going as planned? Yeah. We ended up staying an extra few days in New Haven. Um, one of those days, our friend wasn't feeling very well. And we went walking through the local New Haven neighbourhood to pick up some soup. Yeah, takeaway soup. Say takeaway soup. And it felt like we were just locals walking down to the shop. Yeah. And it felt so nice. We yeah. walked that way a couple of times with our friend already. Yeah. Um, and so we knew the way and we took little detours to see some of the nice, cute, kind of 
Yeah, New England houses yeah. that were all painted beautiful colours and had, like, amazing front porches. Oh. We drooled over those front porches. Yeah. And it was just, like, we weren't doing any of the touristy things. We were doing just the half an hour walk through the neighbourhood. Yeah. And it felt so nice to feel just like a little local. Yeah. Going down to the, going down to the shops. So that was really lovely and a bit of a highlight. Yeah. Um, also, taking a drive through... Sacramento and hearing about the local history from our friends when we were in California. Yeah. They are both such good storytellers. Oh my God. Such good storytellers. They just know how to spin a good yarn. Yeah. And so we just had the best time just driving through regular old Cali. Yeah. Just like not even like amazing historical sites. Just like... Yeah, and they were able to point out, oh, basically little local histories about certain things, whether it was related to themselves and their own personal history or the wider kind of Californian history. Um, We drove up into the mountains and got a whole amazing tale about the Donna Pass party. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Go and look up that story. It's an incredible story. And we got it told to us in person by local historians. Yeah. It and it was just blowing. so amazing. Yeah. It was just so lovely. Then making a trip to the local bookstore and making that last an entire day. Yeah. Instead of it being just like a quick five minute jobby. Yeah. Just go into like, the local secondhand bookstore. Yeah. Have a, have a look, look around. around. It was like go in there, spend hours browsing the books, sit down, have a hot chocolate. Mm, they did such good hot chocolate. Such chocolates. good hot chocolates with like a cookie and mm. it was very good. Yummy. And that was as rewarding as spending the day out at one of the museums. Mm-hmm. The art one, you know, soaking up all the Botticellis and yeah. Monets and whatever. And in fact, we did actually pick up two books, which we will probably be mentioned later on in this series yeah. because... They were so good. They were good books. So it was not a wasted trip either. No, and it was so rewarding. And, um, you know, we just picked up a, picked out a few highlights for yeah. you here. Lastly, um, we truly savoured um, a freely offered, or a little packet of freely mm. offered peanut biscuits. When we got so to um, Chicago Station... Mm-hmm. whatever that station is called that station <laughs> that one and we were waiting for the californian zephyr which was the train that we were getting from chicago to sacramento and in the waiting lounge area yeah. they normally had they normally had anyway um i think biscuits and teas and stuff yeah. laid out for people to help themselves um but they couldn't because of the coronavirus they couldn't just let people handle these things yeah and so while we we just thought we weren't going to get anything and we were feeling a bit peckish Mm. um and then this guy came around with a basket full of biscuits going well i can't do anything with these anyway so you know just help yourselves yeah and then take some for the road yeah so we just took some bars and biscuits and these peanut biscuits were the ones we saved we were on (laughs) we're on the by this point we're on the californian zephyr yeah and it was a bit chilly because we were going through, um, at that point, it had snowed in the night and there was snow and we were a bit cold. The um, staff were getting a bit annoyed with us because we kept asking for hot water so we could put our herbal teas in. <laughs> yeah, we'd bought a little stash of herbal teas and every so often they'd see our, our faces put around and say, more hot water? <laughs> They're just like, why can't you just have the coffee for God's sake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they had little coffee urns and yeah. we were just like, tea, but we want tea. <laughs> Oh, funny. Anyway. <laughs> We're English, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we truly savoured those peanut biscuits with our cup of tea, yeah. herbal tea, um, as we were watching the snowy landscape mm. go by. Yeah. Um, who knew? Yeah. Who knew all this could be savoured so much? So... And in between, can I just say, like in between the massive art museums and 
the huge trips out to national parks. Mm. I think those things would have been forgotten. Oh yeah, a lot quicker. definitely. Yeah, we wouldn't have remembered those small moments. Yeah, as much as the massive moments. Yeah, of, like standing in front of famous works of art. Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of finding the good in something. Yeah, how much more we can really hold those small moments and cherish them yes exactly appreciate them more because of the you know the failure that they're contrasting yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um okay so we are i think we can say making important discoveries on our journey with this podcast yeah we are really learning how to put the stuff that we're talking about into action yeah and we're not pros at it by any stretch of the imagination (laughs) (laughs) Um, mostly which can be a test a testament is the beginning of our podcast when we always ramble on for ages about how much we're not doing (laughs) Uh Um, that's testament to the fact that we are very bad at doing this Mm -hmm. so we are not very good at doing it but we are doing our best at failing well yes and with conscious effort and and yeah yeah actually taking the effort yeah. making that effort we are actually changing our lives yeah we are i feel it inside i feel it in my fingers i feel it in my toes <laughs> watch love actually guys yeah. you'll understand <laughs> so I think that's a great conclusion to come to. Yeah. The song just like tied it off with a bow. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> what is our recommendation for this week? Our recommendation for this week <laughs> comes from something we've already mentioned at the beginning of this episode, which is the YouTube video that showed showed us the power of a simple thank you. Yes. So let us give you the name of yes for that. The guru, amazing, wise human being being is called Muji. Yes. And the particular YouTube video, because I think he has quite a few. Yeah. But the particular YouTube video, if you want to check it out, is called A Simple, Powerful Prayer in Challenging Times. Yes. And... We will link that in our show notes. We will. As we always do. Yes. Um, so you can find it there also. Um, I don't know how you get to show notes, can I just say, from Spotify or iTunes or any of the other um, podcast listening apps. But if you go to our website, you will always find our show notes. Yes. Yeah. On the individual episode, it's very easy to find. So go check them out. Yeah. And what's up in our next episode? Rewards. <laughs> Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> uh, uh, that was fun. Um, basically, you're going to have to tune in next week to find out what on earth we're talking yeah. about. Because we, we can remember. No. <laughs> we can remember. We know what we're talking about. We're pretty sure you're not going to know what we're talking about. That sounds very cryptic from how, the one word how clue. How does rewards relate to the good fail? Tune in and find out next week. Oh, yeah. Okay, my darlings. Look at that. We are only just over an hour. Maybe with editing, we'll get it under. <laughs> yeah. This may be an irrelevant point. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be looking and going... Guys, it says it's 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> and we're like, it's just over an hour. <laughs> okay, it was just over an hour. I think you should be pretty impressed. We've still got <laughs> half an hour till lunchtime. <laughs> and also how much we've managed to cut out if you look at the timestamp <laughs> now. If it really is 45 yeah. minutes, yeah. Okay, we love you so much. We are so happy to be back. And we're not going away anytime soon. We have another... I can't remember how many episodes planned out for this series. Yes. <laughs> so, tune in again. Tune in. <laughs> Find out Bye. what we mean. Be amazing. Always. If you enjoyed listening to the Good Fail podcast, then you can find us on these other platforms. 
Barbara is on Instagram at Pretty Messy Official. And you can find Merle on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Merle Made Tales and online at www.merlemadetales.com. Together, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Good Fail. And we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail. If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it, then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon, where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.